Okay, guys, welcome back to the weekly order. Um, obviously, I've had mumps, so we've been out for two weeks. So, <laughs> anyone missing the episodes, we really do apologize. I obviously was a bit sick. Been in quarantine, yeah. But we've come back with a banger for you guys. Um, we have Rob Bintele here, and he's the winner of Survivor. Yeah. How cool is that? Rob, if you want to yeah. let everyone know who you are, what happened, how Survivor, just introduce yourself. Where can they okay. find you? Um, firstly, thanks for having me, Franco. No, really no. appreciate it, brother. Um, so yes, I did win Survivor South Africa Island of Secrets in 2019. It's been about two and a half months since the win. And yeah, life has been a bit hectic since. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, there was obviously a big press run afterwards that kept you busy. Correct. But um, the way we're going to structure this episode, like we let you, knew, like, let you know beforehand, is that we're going to go pre-Survivor, during Survivor, and then post-Survivor. Yeah. So obviously we're going to ask you questions that everyone's always wanted to know about these TV shows, especially Survivor, exactly. like the mm. real surviving yeah. aspect to it. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so let's start with pre-Survivor. Did you train for it? How did you get into Survivor? And what was the process? How did everything work? Um, well, initially, I've kind of stayed in decent shape most of my life. Since I've been about 16, I've been training. Um, so I was, I was in decent shape already. And... Um, when the applications for Survivor opened up, something just told me, Rob, this is it, this is it, this is for you, um, go for it. And I sent my application in on the last day. They were closing <laughs> that same day. That's crazy. And okay. literally it was closing in a matter of hours and I sent through my first video. It was nothing more than, like a lot of guys I've seen their entries videos, it's drone shots, it's all this complicated stuff, yeah. making fires, yeah, climbing trees, yeah. all this just <laughs> focus, <laughs> focus, yeah, focus yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, I thought, no, man, let me just speak. Let me show them who I am. Let me open my heart chakra and speak to them. Yeah. And that's all I did. It's literally a video of me sitting in a room for two minutes and talking. And that's, yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably the way to go because yeah. when I watch the intro videos, they're so cringe and it's the same thing over and over again. Yeah. They're always like, I can't make a fire and they try to make it funny, but everyone's got the exact same yeah. idea. Mm. And if you change the idea, you're going to stand out from the others. But when know? I went yeah. on it, I saw they said they don't give a shit about your video quality and all of that. Yes. They just want to see what you say, you basically. Person, yeah. yeah. So what was the, the the rounds basically like? So you go, how many rounds do you go through before you get chosen to be put on Survivor? Yeah. So the first one is the video and just basic questions they ask you. And yeah. um, I got a response the following morning to say you through to the next round. Um, in total, it was a three-month process from applying Sorry. to actually being on the island. Shut um, The second round, they will then request, if you want, you can send another video. Um, but it's mainly much more questions now. It's like a very long questionnaire you're filling in there and they're asking you everything now, personal questions. You know, you're doing a lot of psycho, psycho, psychometric evaluations okay. online. So obviously trying to get the right mix of people, basically. Yeah. 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 So like I said, I spoke to that girl that actually did a, a master's or like honors in psychology yeah. and she worked for one of these like psychometric testing things that actually worked for MNET and that. And they were saying that they're looking for people in these tests that are actually sort of some will create drama, some will, you mm. know, control the game. And yeah. they're looking for a specific type of people. And these tests, apparently, they obviously Reveal, determine yeah. who's mm. going to come on and stuff. Yeah. Literally, the one is like, I think I sat for like two hours doing one online eventually. Like oh, really? It's a, it's a is that of, part of the application process? Yes. That's um, crazy. And then, and then they will, you get like complete silence for about a month where they say, mm. look, uh, we're not going to give you a response for about a month right now. So just okay. hang in there. And then eventually they then need to meet you in person. So they flew me to Joburg. Okay, because you're um, obviously from KZN. Correct, yeah. yeah. And then from there, it was now physical tests. You know, they check everything in your blood and, you know, your, your lungs, your breathing, just make sure that you can actually survive out there. Oh, and that's, that's one of the crazy. things we were wondering. I didn't know I mean, that, yeah, that's crazy. 
yeah. obviously they need to make sure that you can't infect anyone else there with anything dangerous as well. Yeah. So they yeah, check yeah. everything under the The mumps is over. Right? <laughs> I don't have mumps anymore. <laughs> and then they, that's when you also meet the psychologist for the first time personally. Psychologist, eh? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Down crazy the psychologist's yeah. role is yeah. in this actually like the whole application process. Like I don't think that at all. That's madness. That's yeah. They put a lot of effort into um yeah you know who they let on the island it's it's a stringent process yeah. Sure. and now yeah now so yeah just just uh going back a little bit um you've got quite an interesting background as really? a person um you've got sort of like a trevor nova yeah like on. that's exactly <laughs> what background. everyone says like so, it's very much like yeah. Trevor um, Nova. Yeah. we just wanted to have like a little bit of an insight into life growing up for you mm. how it was um yeah. you know things that you've experienced like yeah. yeah um it's a story of a kid being born and obviously a mixed race um, family. Yeah. And at first you're very confused. You know, you want to fit in with the black people. You want to fit in with the white people. Yeah. You, you want to fit in the color. You don't really know where you belong. Yeah. Um, but as you grow older, you, you, you're exposed to so many different cultures now. You learn mm. these different cultures. And, and I think when you learn the cultures, you understand them. You learn to love them. And, you know, it, it, it prevents a lot of friction. I think people have a lot of problems in this country because they don't take the time to learn and understand mm. each other's cultures. All yeah. these cultures are based on principles of love. And um, eventually I realized that, okay, so you, you're all these different people. Yeah. It's actually an advantage because now it allows you to get along with others much better. Mm. So it was a blessing it really was yeah a i can see by your mindset it. already just how you yeah. worked mm. with people on survivor you know, on the show yeah. itself yeah. yeah i can see you think i can a put lot myself in other people's shoes yeah no it's um, good from different walks of life <coughs> so your dad's austrian and your mom's yeah. south zulu. african yes. zulu yeah yeah so and were, you, were you raised zulu um no i was raised like um look yeah i was obviously more exposed to the zulu culture than the austrian oh. culture because we didn't okay. go to austria that much it was maybe yeah. every second or third year i'd go to austria um, so yes, I, would, I was raised a lot with the Zulus. That's why I speak such fluent Zulu. I actually think in Zulu a lot of the time. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Um, so yes, <laughs> but I was equally exposed. My parents made sure that, uh, you know. Yeah, that's very uh, interesting. And are your parents still together? Correct, they are, yeah. That's amazing. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's, yeah. Congrats to them. Thank you. Yeah, so another thing that we just want to ask basically pre-Survivor is the training process. So when they yeah, said you are exactly. accepted into Survivor now, did you have a certain amount of time to be like, because now I can see you, you are like a very like jacked, mm. you obviously like fitness. Did you have some time to be like, okay, now I've got to up my training. Now to prep, I've got to do yeah, force the yeah. itself. Um, so I started training the moment I applied, actually. When okay. I applied, I told them I would be on the island. Um, I, the way I believe <laughs> things is you mustn't doubt it to yourself. The yeah. moment you start mm-hmm. doubting something, you're disturbing the manifestation process. Yeah. So you need to know for sure that you're getting this. So I started training the moment I applied. So I had about uh, almost three months to actually train i was training flat out as if i was going on that island i didn't know where the island is i didn't know when i'm going but i trained flat out for it okay and i read that you you do a lot of meditation you into um the spiritual side of things that's that's where everything stems from is it Um, that's what changed my life and and it's really helped you as a person because a lot of people always look for like it's that kind of feeling where you know something's wrong with yourself but you don't know what it is and Mm. people are always trying to find out how to fix that that inside you there's like a pain or something but you don't no. know what it is but i mean none of us are really spiritual i don't think no so i'm I'm, I'm christian and i obviously no, i mean more with your mindsets yeah so uh, i've delved into to, that myself yeah. you know and obviously if i ever feel like maybe there's something that i can't fix or something i'd lean towards doing something like that yeah. you know yeah. something that could maybe help me in that aspect but i mean we'll, we'll touch on it after because i know you've got plans to go 
Chill with Chill months, and stuff. Yeah. That's cool though. Yeah. yeah. So is that is yeah. that for real? Because like, we Correct. read that, and is that yeah. a real thing? You're gonna go next year for 40 days? Yes. As soon as I I see a big enough gap, um, obviously I can't leave the country now. There's too much going, going on. on. As yeah. soon as yeah. I see a gap where I can switch off for 40 days, I'm gone. And you're gonna go to Nepal. Yes. And what That's what do you? In, I mean, what does what happens there? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Let's put it this way. My life was in ruins uh, about two years ago. Okay. Um, really, really not a good space financially. You know, love wise, <laughs> I was not in a good space. Yeah. And till I started learning about you know the mind and how to access different. That's yeah. Elements that's very of interesting. Meditation and chakras energy when i started playing with that stuff it opened a whole new world for me that's now i realize crazy. anything's possible yeah anything's possible that's crazy that's awesome to i mean i did come on i did yoga for like a year yeah but i think yoga's I become could, so commercialized i don't know yeah. and I think I, yoga I, is one of those things now it's for the moms that are <laughs> bored at home <laughs> but at the end of it i mean we would lie down and uh what's it sabasana that's what it's called and like you would have to switch off and stuff and i can't i I have no idea how to do it talking about switching off monkey brain so i was blessed enough where the final over the edge moment was was i i was lucky enough to spend five days with a shaman from brazil this guy is born and bred in amazon can't speak a word of english Mm. and i was blessed enough to spend five days with him and in those five days he showed me how to switch off monkey brain for the first time in my life Okay, that's you interesting. You know, they yeah. say you, the mind's always yeah. thinking. Wait, no, that's mm. not true. Once you can silence monkey brain, spirit then speaks. And, and was it, I that's mean, was it quite a difficult process? Or yeah, it was how did a that beautiful work? process. It was like yeah. a rebirth. I cried for about three hours. My shirt, my shirt, my shirt, my shirt was soaking wet. It's a, it's a feeling of pure love. Was this in Brazil where you were doing No, this? no, no. It came okay. to South Africa. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was, it's something like you cannot explain it. So it's an awakening. Yeah. Of, of that's incredible to hear. I mean, yeah. so you would definitely um, promote getting more spiritual 100 yeah, that's, eh? that's you attract and repel everything in your life and you yeah, know, maybe you we should dive into that, that a bit more yeah. yeah that yeah. sounds incredible i mean because like a lot of people obviously struggle with depression and etc yeah. i mean it's often suggested to them to do meditation do that stuff over and above obviously taking yeah. your drugs and shit but yeah but that's like more the yeah, right? the trans vibe those people that like acted yeah yeah but that's then that's let's, get into, the nitty- yeah. let's <laughs> get into the jeering <laughs> survivor <laughs> the jeering survivor okay. questions are going to come now and i right. think we could probably spend four hours yeah, asking you questions easily. about let's what go went on inside <laughs> That's why I but wrote yeah. my questions down. <laughs> you, you, you came prepared. Guys, I got, I got my, six pages here. Yeah, so I was a big Survivor fan. And I think a lot of South Africans, because I was speaking to people, telling them, obviously, okay, Rob's going to come this weekend. We're going to speak to him. And everyone just remembers that moment when they were young, watching Survivor on SABC 103. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows that moment. We were all watching the American Survivor. It came to South Africa. It became yeah. a South African show. And when everyone started watching it, everyone started formulating questions. You know, how mm. real is it? Are they really struggling? Are they really there for that long? Mm. Obviously, some things have to be catered for that. Yeah, what you know, happens behind the scenes, basically. Behind the yeah. scenes, yeah. That's exactly what people want to know. So, Frey, um, since you have a list, I'm going to let you go with the first question that you want to ask. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I want to know, do you legitimately have to shit in a hole? <laughs> you have to take a boskak. <laughs> That's one of the first questions everyone asks. And yes, you do. It is very real. There's no long drops. There's no toilets. Nothing. You're on your own out there. Toilet they, paper. Nothing. No toilet paper. Nothing. So they, they they kind of advise us. Sorry about that. No worries. They 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 do leave us give us a, a booklet. Okay. When we get to the island, yeah, and we sit and we read that, and 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 in that booklet, it does give you advice to say like, okay, listen, don't use leaves. Yeah. Um, as a tribe, you must go find an area of the island. 
that you guys are going to call, we call it Coconut Grove. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a nice. <laughs> and then you do your business there, try and make it as close to the ocean as possible, then you just rinse yourself off in the ocean. Oh, I see. Okay. So it's not actual, sorry, it's gross, but it's yeah. not actual wiping, you're rinsing yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's better. yeah but dude, I think that's a very clean way of doing it. If you think the about cleanest it. you can and do it works in those circumstances, yeah. yeah. Um, Okay, you don't want to get a rash from a leaf on your yeah, ass. Exactly. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my next question, right? The friendships and the script, because obviously Survivor has to tell a story, right? Um, yeah. Like these guys know, I like making stories on my Instagram and stuff. Um, obviously they portray a story throughout the whole thing. You friends with Nathan, you friends with this guy, mm. Jarrell, now is doing this. Is that all real, or is that sort of like? Do they find the moments and then make it part of the story or do they try to put it in the story themselves? No, they, they do not control the game in any way. They, they oh, have really? very That's little... Awesome, yeah. they, they, they don't step in in any way. But what they do do is, I know that when we applied for it, they knew so much about us that they knew that we'd get along. Certain oh, characters... Oh, that's that's psychological you know, thing, yeah. So with Nate and I, it was either we'd get along very well or we would completely hate each yeah. other. It was, yeah. There was no middle ground between the two of us because we a lot alike. Yeah. So, I mean, they knew that, no, most likely these guys will get along. If there is friction, it'll be proper friction as well. Yeah. But obviously when he got injured, it kind of, he, he wasn't a threat to me anymore in that yeah. way. So yeah. I kind of, it, it may actually made things better because yeah. he wasn't a threat to me. So it made me... So I'm just going to say it straight up. This episode, well, this season of Survivor is probably the best one they've had so far. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. I've watched them all. Like I said, I'm a big Survivor fan. And the drama that you, Nate, Nicole, the, the, the <laughs> whole Steffi, group, yeah. yeah, that the drama that you guys created and the way you were... The like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the way yeah. you guys were controlling that game, it was mind-boggling It was unbelievable, yeah. Okay, so first thing I want to speak about as well that Mike, I know, also wants to speak about. And you somehow created this the stigma that Rocco was a very big threat. Yeah. Even though you're just as big of a threat, you painted him as this <laughs> yeah. like, you yeah. painted him as this like Superman and everyone's looking at it. It's like, hold up, bro. Um, you put, you also dad yourself. It's you, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy because yeah. I was yeah. sitting on the couch watching, we were like, how are you doing this? <laughs> how are you doing this? It's um, like, yeah, how did you go about doing these things? Like, what were you thinking? Like, how did you control the game like that? It's, it's really, it's, as a person, I do do the best I can for the people I am around. Yeah. Um, and they saw with Saula especially that we were a family. I was going to do whatever it took to get these people to the end. They yeah. knew that for a fact. There was no doubt about it. When, when, when you're really honest about something and, and you, you say it, a person can actually see it. Their subconscious can tell that this yeah. person is speaking from the heart right now. This is very real. They especially do believe what they're saying. And I did believe that no matter what, I'm taking my, 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 my tribe to the end. So uh, Saula obviously was a good um, ground to start with start because there was yeah. a solid family okay so i had really good um ties with them but what was actually happened was when we we, we started um swapping the tribes we had very sh prominent characters like sipe yeah. going out there and making her own new people to bring in yeah mm. and you know we were just infecting every single tribe so it got to a point where even though we were in the tribe with Rocco, etc., no one wanted to do anything against a Saula member because they knew that oh, we've infiltrated every single tribe. So if you come for one of us here now, the others are going to get you. Gonna that's sort of, incredible, we, 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 we'd infiltrated the whole thing. I think they did a poor job at um, portraying how that actually well, worked up. Yeah. Because like, they didn't really show that on it wasn't the, just the program. It, yeah, was, it was definitely the whole of Saula. We had, I mean, Nicole also very good at forging strong relationships she will convince you of anything yeah you she was an incredible participant yeah. so she created got, a lot of drama <laughs> for the show as well yeah, she's bringing her people you know yeah. it was people were starting started realizing that mm. saula's controlling this game and anyone who says 
who does anything against him is the first to go home. And oh. you saw Rocco was the one to start telling people, hey, Rob is doing this. That. Okay. And that's, that's when he went home. You know, Kim and I put out. money, like before Survivor started, we put money on Rocco to win. It was one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> to win? Yeah. yeah. No, I saw he was, was, I don't think he was anyone. very like good at like social the social game. It was, it was literally no. the first episode where you got to put oh, your bets yeah. in. So I said, okay, I like you just went guys. Big strong guy. Yeah, the strongest <laughs> guy. Yo, those guys, it's hard for the toughest guys or biggest guys because they're gonna get nailed at the end. Yes, especially. Yeah. you keep yeah. them around for the challenges, but the moment you get to 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 merge, yeah. those are the people you want. Got. But that's sort of yeah. my question as well. How did you disguise yourself as like? Not because you want all the challenges. <laughs> That's what we were like, saying. Yeah. yeah, you painted Rocco as this like Superman guy, and everyone's sitting there like, "Rob, you pretty, it's, you're doing pretty good at the challenges yourself. Yeah. You're also very big. You're about the same size as Rocco. There's two Supermans here." Yeah, Rocco. Rocco is the thing is, he's such a good person. He's generally from the bottom of his heart. Oh, he's okay. a, That's cool he is literally Superman. I couldn't have given him a better name. Yeah, he Which is, is not going to win. You survive. But he's also yes, he's also got a very you know childish innocence to him. He's he's mm-hmm. he's, he's a very pure person. And Survivor, you need to be a bit of of good and evil. Okay, so yeah. have that side in, too, in that yeah. aspect, you know, obviously uh, that's where I ran circles around Rocco. He didn't have that color, that that yeah. that, that, that killer instinct yeah. that you need in a game of Survivor. That's mm. true. You have a question? Well, that's yeah. That's one of the questions that one of the questions that I wanted to ask was, coming into Survivor, you obviously had a strategy that you thought would would play out as a person. Um, did you ever feel at any time through the season? that um that you weren't in control of your strategy was it like day-to-day type of thing how did you work it um the best advice i can give you is to not have too much of a strategy that game is constantly changing it's adapting it's evolving okay. every second of every moment so yeah. if you're gonna think too long term and say okay this is exactly what's gonna happen when it happens du-du-du-du, you're gonna miss opportunities the okay. moment you're gonna miss what's actually really going on. so my only real strategy was to stay true to my original lines mm-hmm. um Get them to the end because I, I I knew that there'll be a lot of blindsiding, a lot of yeah. backstabbing in this game. Mm. But if I could stay true to my original promise, my first promise I made in this game and take it through to the end, then at least I can walk out with my head held up high to say. And that was a real thing that you really wanted to do. You really wanted to take those three to the yes, final. I mean, and I mean, that was a real, like, great, yeah. never ever doubted that. Never doubted it. There was never a time. Obviously, you know, we eventually had to start taking take out C-Pay because yeah. I felt she was really coming for me. I truly yeah. believed it was. They didn't portray that that well for me either, the whole C-Pay threat. But mm. I think there's there's a lot. I mean, it's an hour episode It's difficult week, to cut it into. Yeah, it's very all of that there's so much that goes on. The editors are amazing. Yeah. How they show that. I mean, there's so much more that happened in Ireland that I wish I could tell you guys about. But yeah, yeah. it's just too much. Yeah. It's just too much. But the, the main key or advice is don't have too much of a long-term locked-in yeah. plan because you will miss the other doors in advance. You know, yeah. things that are opening. So with, with the actual recording, I mean, so there's, there's cameramen around. I mean, mm-hmm. how how long? Are they around during the eve, during like your sleeping time or mm-hmm. do they ever just disappear? 24-7, they're around you. That's crazy. Um, there's day crew and then there's night crew. Um, the day crew consists of, you know, a lot, a lot more guys. They got the sound booms, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, but the night crew, it's, yeah, it's just like two guys. They a keep an eye on you guys. Any action happens, they, they start filming. Sure and was yeah. there any, like, would you communicate with them? And You're not allowed like? to speak to the cameramen and stuff like that. You're only allowed to speak to a CP, content producer. So they are uh, trained to know what they can and cannot tell you. Remember, information is important. We're always trying to dig information Okay, from that's yeah. crazy. Um, because you often get taken on your own, basically. And, and they form you individually yes, speaking to the, the camera. CP, yeah, so you'll okay. do that maybe every second day or so. Yeah. And then do you just speak off the bat in that situation? Or do they ask you specific questions to try to lead you in a certain they way? They will ask you certain questions. Um 
you know, like to just recall your memory to say, look at this challenge. Oh, you know, okay. What's going through your mind? But and you have to yeah. speak in the present tense. Okay. That's, that's what I find that with a lot of shows. I mean, yeah, it's it looks like they're talking after the show's ended, but they're referring to it like it's just happened now. Correct. For example, yeah, yeah. so you you will go you will talk about an event that happened a while back, but you yeah talking about it like it's just happened. They try get it as close to when it actually happened. Yeah. Like, you know, when really s- things happen that mm-hmm. okay, boom, okay, pull up aside. We need to get you know his yeah. mind yeah. frame on what's going on here right now especially while the emotions are fresh they like that but they can't always do it because they don't want to disturb the game too much remember they don't yeah. want to disturb the game they yeah. want things to happen as if they weren't there but it's That's quite interesting so, yeah. like that because also how how the the interviewees basically uh, tell the story is that you can't really tell say for example that they got they lost the challenge or whatever. They tell it in such a way that you don't know until the final moment, yeah. moment yeah. of mm-hmm. their, their personal interview, which is quite cool, I find. But yeah. Yeah. True. yeah. So then how did it feel winning a million rand like that? Oh, that's Boom. important well, not question. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't win it like uh, that. It was, yeah, yeah. How long were you on the island? Uh, 39 days. Well, in total, about 50 days we were actually out there. When, when did you know that it was actually Samoa that you were going to? When we rocked up in Samoa. <laughs> really? Yes. So, How did they get so, you on a plane? I read that. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 you travel with um, a chauffeur or one of the, the crew because they fly over 150 South Africans to do this thing. So you fly oh, over with one member of the crew and they just have your passport, everything. So you're just hopping from country to country not knowing where your final destination is. What? And you're, you're for there. Obviously, eventually your phone is taken away just to make sure you can't mm-hmm. communicate back because at this point, the, no one knows where they look. But when, you, when, you, when you're there, I mean, do you know that you're in Samoa? Yes, when you're they there, you know you're in Samoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when you walk out the plane, they're like, yeah. hey, we're in well, Samoa. <laughs> yeah. No, okay, so know. so how did it feel winning a million rand? Like that's crazy. Winning um, a million rand like that. It was incredible. Like I, I think we 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 all left the island knowing that I won. Yeah. So I'd had yeah. time to prep it in my mind. I already knew it was coming. I knew yeah. it was happening. So, but obviously the moment itself when you live through it, is, I think I can safely say it's the happiest moment of my life. And they just transfer it into your bank account. So how does it work? Boom. What about that's the amazing. tax implications? Tax it's, it's untaxed. That's amazing, yeah, bro. And, the money and you got the car, yeah. which I was oh, I was yeah. pretty surprised about. I was like, you got the the, the million and the car. Like, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so to be honest, like I said, as we're watching it as the viewers, when I was watching it, you were doing so well that we started like, I think maybe the country as a whole, mm-hmm. even some people I spoke to, wanted someone else to come up because you you were doing so well that yeah. we wanted an underdog. We were I started like, dominating. It almost became, I realized that as well. That's why a lot of people started like supporting The story Jarrah almost became like yeah. wanted an underdog to come mm. into the show. But then when you got to the final three, Mm. I said to everyone, I was like, if he doesn't win this, I'm never watching this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I mean, you did it way too well. You did it way too well. You Thanks, won five, five years. It's a record, yeah. Which is the, the most that anyone's ever done. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But you see, things. also, that, that was towards the end now. If I was winning like that crazy early days, yeah. you think they, they would have sent you back? In? Yeah. But yeah. luckily, that those wins just started coming in. And did you end. hold back in the beginning or not in the challenges? I did. I did. I didn't want to become rocker. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Target on your back. Yeah. Exactly. You can't Perfect be too strong. It's all about balance. My favorite yeah. word is balance. And it's all about balance. Just yeah. Balance. And I can see in your lifestyle as well, obviously. Are you? That's crazy, man. And then. Um, how long after the show was it until they shot the final where we all saw it on TV? Okay, so we were on the island first, I think by basically the 1st of February, we were all on the island. Okay. And I was back home mid-March. Okay. And it started airing mid-May. So about two months later, it started airing. And it aired for four months. 
So it was about six months that I went through from getting Just back to Ireland to the actual final travel. I never knew that's that long. That's a long time, yeah. That's insane. That's crazy. I thought you went overnight and then came back the next day. I'd be like, oh, what? A million bucks already, bro. Six months. Like, come on. I want to tell people now. No, that's crazy, man. Another question that I wanted to ask on the whole survivor thing. What happens when you get injured on the island? Is there um, medical staff on the island? How yeah. does that work? So you're very well taken care of med- medically there. Okay. Um, I think you need to be got, here. Yeah. They, they've got a strong medical team to keep you safe at all times. Um, before and after every challenge, they, they, they just check up and make sure we find, you know, um, before and after every tribal council, everything. They Medically, they do an amazing yeah. job. They're on the ball. Like even while we're out on challenges, they come back in the camp to make sure that there's nothing, you know, shake out the oh, coconut okay. trees, I'm sure, things like that, mm. just yeah. to make sure that we're as safe as possible. Mm. Okay, so that's more than I thought it was. I mm. thought they would just be like in case, okay. No, they don't want us to die. They don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't try to kill us here. They still want to yeah. show to actually. But uh, yeah, they, with food-wise, no assistance. Yeah, and then one more question I just want to ask on, because you mentioned it now, tribal council. How real is that feeling at tribal council? Do you really feel like, shit, I might go home today or what's going on? Because I saw there was a few times where you guys literally stopped the show and you guys were speaking amongst each other yeah, like, yeah, yeah, who are yeah. we voting out tonight? Yeah. Like you guys <laughs> got Nicole confused. Nicole just interrupted. Yeah, Nicole like, would be like, you guys want to chat for five minutes yeah. or whatever, yeah. Um, tribal council is it actually goes on for far longer than you, the show's an edit. You know, okay. you guys maybe see 15, 10 minutes mm. of it. Yeah. Technically, in re- the most tribal councils go on for probably two hours. What? Jeez. But what, yeah. what does it entail, though? Well, I mean, why does it go on for that long? Because well, we talk a lot. And obviously, they edit <laughs> and they show the most important parts. Oh, so a lot, okay. We, we, there's a lot of talking that goes on. There, I yeah, thought you guys just like literally pitched up there and cast your votes. Yeah, no, it's safe for this like season where there's been a bit of chatting. From yeah. what we've seen, yeah. 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 But I wasn't ever afraid of tribal council. Every tribal council I went into, I actually told the, the them or told told the cameras. They didn't yeah. obviously air it, but exactly who my tribe votes for or my alliance will vote for and the opposing alliance will vote for. I knew every time someone wrote my name down that it's gonna be written down. That's exactly crazy. as the vote. <laughs> and it's because I, I try not to think about what I don't want. Yeah. Literally don't let it come into your head. Don't think about going home. Don't be scared of going yeah. home because mm. you're actually busy creating. Definitely taking a lot of notes from this. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> don't so be you, afraid. So you would say because of the mindset that you went into Survivor with and that spirituality that you came in with really brought you through? That's the only because thing. Because yeah. I actually bumped into Steffi at the gym. Yeah. yeah. And she seemed kind of traumatized. I, yeah, I, I bumped <laughs> into... When she seemed like kind of traumatized about the whole situation. Yeah. Like she was really taken aback. Uh, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. I don't want to bother her too much yeah. on the training. Um, but yeah, she seemed pretty traumatized about the whole situation. <laughs> yeah, so Michael shares a photo. We'll put it on screen does. now. Yeah, 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 yeah it's a good we'll photo. We'll put it on screen well, yeah. now. Yeah, obviously, Mike's the job with Steffi. So yeah, we, Mike obviously met her. But how did you, how did you get through the process? The survivor, it, it, it's I mean, a, it hectic, emotionally, eh? mentally, it mm. takes a toll. Even yeah. your body gets nailed. So it's they, we do have access to psychologists after the game to make sure that we find it in a good state. Oh, my word. Because it, you must think about it. You take it out of your life, and they say it only takes 21 days to form habit. You're on that mm. island for 39 days. You There's a point I even said in the game, it feels like I'm never leaving. It feels like I've been here forever, yeah. and I'm never yeah. leaving. So you, was, it, was it the beginning that was harder than... Did you get used, yes, used you to you eventually get so used it, to it, you start forgetting about the real world back home. Job. That was that's, that's crazy, how deep man. I got in that game, at least on myself. Like, you yeah. start thinking you're a savage. And that's you <laughs> interesting because I want to. I would always like to know, like, is it that tolling on your yeah. body? Unbelievable. I mean, and food, sorry, food, food. You don't get any food. They no. don't help you with food you at all. Saw everything we ate. 
Yeah. So no one gives you little sneakers on the side. Nothing. So that happiness when the steers come is real. It's very real. (laughs) You don't lose 16 kilos in 39 days if there's food you're getting. I've got to give steers a round of applause for that marketing though. Every time a steers (laughs) advert came on while I was watching Survivor, I was like, I want a bacon cheeseburger. (laughs) Honestly, I was like, you guys are doing it so well because I see how hungry you guys are. Yeah. They put a steers burger and I'm like, I'm hungry now. I want a steers burger. But they did really well. (laughs) Yeah. What what was your favorite thing to eat on the island that... Wasn't, wasn't like a, a, an award or anything. Yeah. Oh, so well, look, Dante and I did, did were able to get fish. So okay. Did, uh, they didn't show it, obviously, because they're focusing a lot on the social game. Yeah. They yeah. didn't really show the other survival side of it. Rocco also caught some fish. Um, but yeah, eventually it was just Dante and I that were, you know, getting decent food for everybody. Okay. I caught an eel. I caught a, a, a coconut crab. You know, those yeah. Huge, huge mm, yeah. But I had to let it go because they're endangered. So we oh. There was actual coconut crabs there yeah. because those things can grow. They're huge. It was humongous. I had to wrestle this thing for like <laughs> out, of the, out of the rock. It was, <laughs> when I come back with this thing, the whole tribe is jumping excited. Yeah, yeah, we're eating. And then they're like, sorry. You got to put this back. <laughs> 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 That's so cool, dude. Like, so did no one see me go. trying to catch this coconut <laughs> crab and tell me that? No, at least put it on camera. No, they didn't play out but then before I was... I killed it. They made sure they wanted to make sure that okay, is this what mm. we think it is? And then once they got confirmation that it's, it's, it's just so hectic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I just want to take a break, obviously, because um, we're gonna go into post survivor yeah. now. So let's quickly take a break, and then we'll be back in two minutes. Cool. Okay, guys. So we're back from our little break. Um, we're gonna move on to post survivor now. So obviously, if you win the game of survivor, everyone in South Africa, or most people in South Africa, have watched you now, and you've obviously built up a brand and a bit of fame. And how's that been dealing with that kind of fame? And um, we were speaking about about it off camera now, but you said you went to Carnival City and they showed you on the camera and you could almost not even get out of Carnival City. You needed security and everything to help you. Like, How's it been dealing with that? Yeah, that's not a normal occurrence. That was, yeah, the worst I've actually come across. But in general, it's really not too bad. Um, I think people really respect your space. Um, so I don't really get bombarded at all. And you know I'm a people's person. I like speaking to people. Mm. So someone comes up to me and wants to have a quick chat, I'm all for it. I'm all for taking a picture with you and stuff like that. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm really happy. Like South Africans are really nice people. Yeah, I think like Mark was saying, he saw Steffi at the gym. Like we, oh, he obviously got the photo and he didn't want to bother her too much. So we, oh. I think we respect people you know, mm. to a certain degree. Mm. You know, I think it's good. And then... Um, how's it been? Well, what's going to be for Rob next? What's your next goal? What do you want to do? Um, at the moment, I'm working on um, increasing my skill sets, especially outdoor stuff. Um, I just I climbed Lafardi. It's a much more technical climb than Kilimanjaro. Oh, sure. um, you climbed Kilimanjaro yeah, as well. Yeah, but Lafardi is a bit more technical, so I was getting a bit of more of that. You know, practice high altitude. It's in Lesotho, Drakensberg Mountain. Okay, yeah, oh, it's okay. the highest point in South Africa. Um, and then uh, did my scuba diving license so I can dive. Okay. Next, I'll be jumping off planes. I need to get my skydiving license. Jeez, like I'm I'm building up for something. So what I want to do going forward, I need to be able to know that I've I'm ready for it all. And you uh, never okay, thought so. about maybe like starting behind the scenes like a vlog or something that shows all of this. You know, I think people would be very interested to see you skydiving, bungee jumping, getting your scuba driving yeah. or something, you know, I see your Instagram, you, you're active and you mm. post, but you don't really see that much. Mm. But if you start like a vlog or something where people can really dive into your life, I think people in South Africa would be very interested. You know, have you ever thought possibility, about Possibility, yeah. yeah. No, it's definitely a possibility uh, going forward. I might just look into it, yeah. But yeah, I'm preparing for obviously a new show with Mnet and yeah, stuff. So That's what that it's is about. the big talking point that you're going to have a big show with Mnet. I don't know how much you can say, what it's going to be about or... 
Yeah, I obviously can't say. Say exactly <laughs> what it's going to be about. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's similar to Survivor. You, you can't speak about these things. Okay, yeah, they obviously sign a contract with you. You can't say yeah. much. But that's very exciting. How is it speaking with Mnet, trying to make a show? And is it chaos or is it, you know, is it difficult or not? <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty chill. It's pretty chill. Mnet's are really nice people. They really yeah. are great. Like, oh, the thing is, once you're part of the Mnet family, they, it's yeah. literally like a family. That's they amazing. bring you yeah. in and you, you feel at home there. And really I think you're the perfect, like, spokesperson or host or show presents or anything because you're so diverse in your background and everything like we said you can speak multiple languages mm. i think you'd be a perfect person to host a show or present a show or have your own show because Thanks, you'd be able sure. to communicate and speak with so many different people from yeah. all different types of backgrounds because i Thank think you. you do understand yeah a few people's backgrounds and you obviously know more than most people yeah so i'm mm. sure you'll be good i mean you said you also so you lost 16 kg <laughs> yeah. <in> your show. <laughs> so i mean have you regained it or no, i put in about 12 12 of those cages. Did it come okay. back quickly? Or? No, no, long term. Like, it, it can easily come back if you just sit and eat and get fat. But yeah, yeah. trying to put yeah. on muscle as much as possible. It's been really hard with all the traveling. But yeah, it's, it's, it's getting, slowly getting back. Getting, so so yeah. when you talk about all the traveling and stuff, what have you mostly been doing? Is it just like this? Like No, so I'm actually, I've been doing a lot of speaking publicly. Um, okay. For me, it's very important to try and motivate people. Like, you know, for schools, for example, if I can, I even go speak for free there. Um, but a lot That's of amazing, corporates yeah. have been calling me through to, you know, motivate um, stuff like that and strategy. A mm. um, lot of companies want to know, you know, it's, it's, it's also leadership skills. They saw, you know, me controlling or leading. Okay, it's a, yeah. That it's like how sense. do you inspire that kind of loyalty from people yeah. and stuff? So I was actually sharing insights into my mind. So I've been traveling a lot doing yeah. that kind of stuff. It's I think Survivor, I mean from what we've spoken about on and off camera i mean the amount of stuff you've told us it sounds like it's more complicated than any working corporate <laughs> yeah. environment i mean the decisions and the strategies and the tactics yeah. you have to use basically yeah. it's it's pretty incredible i mean yeah and then how did you have a job before survivor obviously you were working yeah did you go back to that job or did you do a complete 180 now yeah, how did you no. get as you started a company as well <laughs> yeah. yeah so i am part of an it company okay um, i'm I've always been into computers, cameras especially. Yeah, I like um, cameras. So originally, that's what I was always doing. Um, I was shooting videos and photos, weddings. And were you freelancing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was my own business. Um, I had my guys with me. My brothers were actually working for me as well, but now they've taken over the company. Because, okay. Yeah, I can't you do You can't anymore. do all that yeah. now. So, so then obviously, post-survivor, <clears throat> you didn't decide to go back into that. You obviously... Going on a different path now. Yes, yeah. But I still, I do, I have my drone, I have my GoPro, my DSLR, yeah. wherever I am, I'm, I'm, I'm flying. I you still see, so do you're so suited fun. to make like the best South African vlogger, you know, like you've got all the equipment. <laughs> yeah, I say just yeah. do it, you know, yeah. you've got all the equipment. Try it out. I'm pretty sure, like, just speaking to you now, you can already see like how exciting your life's been and how, you know, everything's mm. progressing for you. People would love to see that kind of stuff, yeah. you know. I mean, should go for it. There's so many things that you stumble across YouTube, and you're like, "How did these people get views?" You're like, "What?" <laughs> like, I mean, also with our, with our podcast, I mean, thank God you are good at <laughs> editing and stuff. Right, yeah, we would and be nowhere. <laughs> otherwise, Mike yeah. and I would be screwed. And mm. yeah, well, we've all got full time jobs, and mm. we just decided, "Hey, let's do a podcast." Yeah. And yeah. we actually put it together. Yeah. So the editing for of a podcast is obviously a lot easier. You just cut the clips and put them together. Yeah. But if you do something like a vlog, or you know, there's a lot Have of creators. Have you seen my video? No, I have to go watch it. Jeez, no. yeah, yeah, that, that's proper editing. Is it on YouTube and everything? No, I haven't put it on YouTube yet, but I'll, I'll post it and we can. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah we'll put a link to it so people job. can start watching it. Then yeah. you can see kind of what I like and I do that for fun. I do that out of passion. Do you do more of like a Sam Calder vibe? You know Sam Calder? Yes, then? I know exactly who Sam Calder. Do you do that <laughs> type of. Very great inspiration. Yeah, Sam yeah. Calder's story. And like the way his storytelling in his, like, because he also used to do like travel videos. So he's but now Sam he's, Calder. So he's a YouTube creator, right? Yeah. 
This guy's videography, bro. Is, is oh, he the one that does oh, the, 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 the... He goes to like Dubai and does all of those. So he's ones. been to all these places. He travels. Yeah, he, he does all this amazing stuff. He's shown me a few. Yeah. Bro, his videos yeah. are incredible, bro. Mm. But like where... So there's this big genre that hit YouTube and it was like all about travel. And then... So there's a, it all starts with the Watchtower of Turkey, right? This is a video that came out that was edited brilliantly by this um, Italian guy. And it became this whole fad on youtube right where you put like a lot of hyperlapses quick cuts and mm-hmm. like it looks amazing how great they put transitions it oh my <laughs> word it looks great right but then it became so oversaturated where sam colden now has started leaving that a bit mm-hmm. still good editing but he's gone more into like storytelling in his videos and it's mm. incredible bro it's really good and you can watch it for free on youtube yeah bro, mm. i keep saying it. i think this is the fourth podcast i've said it in but people watch 60 days to wait on dstv sometimes there's so much better content yeah but also YouTube before the podcast we were talking about how all these celebrities are also moving to youtube a lot they, a lot a lot yeah. they're doing i mean jack's jack black's is awful but yeah no but you have jack black <laughs> now you have will smith soon rob you know so yeah no i think it's a very good platform for people to grow their brand to do exactly what they want to do because remember you don't have a producer saying you can do this, you can do that. You don't have a director yeah. saying you have to do this, you have to do that. It's exactly what you wanted. You can have it exactly the way you want it. And I think that freedom is what someone yeah. like Will Smith is enjoying now, you know, mm. where he's always been told, okay, you're going to be this person, you're going to do it in this way. But he did that damn YouTube rewind video. and The YouTube rewind <laughs> killed him a bit, bro. But like his content is pretty good in general because yeah. his life's yeah. so exciting. That's what I'm saying with Rob. Mm. You're traveling so much, you're doing all these cool things. Film mm. it, put it out there. I'm telling you now, people will watch. Yeah, yeah, but I was looking at um, some stats as well with the, the entertainment and media industry in South Africa. The growth that it's seen, I can't remember the time frame, it's exponential. It's yeah. crazy how much profit they've bought into I the think country, it's, I think it's. I think a big thing is I think more people have access to, obviously, you know, we, we struggled since 1994. Not everyone had access to all these kind of things. Mm. Now you can see more people have TVs in their homes, they have DSTV. Yeah. So I think yeah. that really plays a big part in more people obviously watching um, but yeah, so I wanted to speak a bit about the, imp- the entertainment industry in a whole in South Africa. So like The Bachelor, I see you've been chilling with um, R- Michelle Reddy from The Bachelor a lot. You guys have been Correct, doing a few yeah, things together. We're friends. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to get a bit of a romance coming out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Survivor, Bachelor couple. Survivor meets Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> we're just putting it out there. Um, but yeah, um, do you think now that you've been part of Survivor, that shows like The Bachelor, how do you perceive these shows now that you've been part of? A reality TV I mean, do you show? think a lot, if The Bachelor's a lot like Survivor, does a lot take place behind the scenes on The Bachelor, for example? I'm sure that is the case because, yeah. I mean, these things, I think The Bachelor, they shoot it over like two months as well, at yeah. least two months. Yeah. So a lot goes on that you unfortunately get to see on the edit, just like in Survivor. Mm. But I, I can't really be sure of how they do it and how mm. real it is, etc. I wasn't. I yeah, and you, Michelle, didn't it. ever speak like, this is how my show works, this is how your <laughs> show works. <or, laughs> we no. do, we do, we do. Yeah, but that's not my story to tell. That's yeah, something exactly. you could yeah. yeah. ask her. Ask her one day. Just like how whatever we say, yeah, mm. that that stays between us, you know. Yeah. So, okay. Well, you can put yeah. us in contact with her. Maybe just for a date, but I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So leading on to that now, how do you perceive the like the American reality TV shows? Because I think those are like a big load of shit, bro. Like I think they were so scripted. But, but they make a reality show out of anything there. Yeah. 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 There's so, a lot of reality shows. What's I would up? imagine that like Survivor is probably standard across the board, whether it's yeah. American or yeah. South Africa. I do trust the same yeah. type of 
It's the same franchise, yeah. the same yeah. rules apply. So I think yeah. Survivor, it's very similar whether you do it in America or South yeah. Africa. Yeah. I think they, these things, it's a franchise you sort of buy into. Yeah. So you have to stick to those, you know, guidelines. So, um, and what type of content do you consume mainly? Do you watch TV more? Do you watch sport? Do you watch YouTube? Because I see now that you know Sam Calden, obviously all mm. those kind of things. Yeah. What do you consume most? What is it that you, when you're chilling and you want to watch something or consume content, yeah. now, what do you consume most? Um, I like to choose what I watch or listen to. Yeah. So, I actually control anything and everything I let into my mind because I know the impact that if you sit and yeah. watch nonsense on TV and you let that into your mind, you're going to manifest nonsense. I agree so I, I choose very carefully what I, what I watch. I, I like watching documentaries, informative stuff, things I can learn from, yeah. things that can grow me, mm-hmm. not just sit and, and numb Mindless me down. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I don't like that mindless nonsense. No, yeah. We're pretty much the same. Eh? We're all yeah. very much into yeah. documentaries. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah. believer in... Not 90 days to wait. Yeah, no. <laughs> just in case Franco didn't mention it. Jeez, like because I, I, when I see those type of shows, I'm like, why are you guys pouring money into this? But you also so watch that, like House Hunters International. Cut. But that's interesting. I see different cultures. I go overseas. I see how they live there. I see their apartments. I see mm. it's, it's I interesting. I've actually seen that show as well. Yeah, I'm a big believer in, in the content that you consume and who you're listening to has yeah. a big impact on your mm. life. Very yeah. big. It seeps into your life. with the so. state of documentaries at the moment, I mean, there's... They're just coming out and there's some brilliant ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, so going into documentaries, I think we, we spoke about this off camera, but one of the topics we want to address is Game Changers. And that's a documentary mm. that's come off now. Yeah. Obviously, um, Game Changers, for those of you who don't know, it's basically leading towards a plant-based diet. If I, if I had to sum it up in one sentence, it's a plant-based diet will do better for you athletically. Okay. Mm. So a lot of people know that you can now get sufficient proteins and all the kind of stuff from plants, from plants right? Yeah. But whether can it give you that athletic ability, people are still skeptical about. Mm. So I don't know if you watch podcasts a lot, but Joe Rogan, obviously, you know, mm. Joe Rogan's mm. podcast. He had um it was a three hours producer, and, was, and I watched the whole thing and I was yeah. so entertained, bro. It was but interesting. It, yeah, so he first had Chris Kresser come online and they spoke about debunking it. So they, they had this episode where they debunked the whole game changers, okay? Mm. Then the producer, James Wilkes, he was like, Nope, I want to come on and defend the documentary myself. He came on and for three hours and 40 minutes, they were literally going at each other and they were saying, okay, what's true, what's not true. So we wanted to get, since you're so into fitness and you obviously, you look at what you consume and everything, what is your opinion on plant-based diets? And do you think they help? Do you think they don't help? What is your diet at the moment? Mm. Um, Look, I would be a fool to tell you that eating meat is the best thing you can do for yourself yeah and um, part of what that shaman actually did was before i saw him those five days i yeah. had to go completely vegan for a week to cleanse the body to oh, actually yeah. clean out um all the nonsense that eating meat leaves in the system so definitely i do believe a vegan diet is the way forward Okay. Um, I just still need to figure out how I'm going to do it myself because I'm a Zulu guy and I love meat. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what my next question was going to be. Yeah. So I'm working towards African it. culture has meat <laughs> yes, everywhere. in it. It's like, it's like almost sometimes in most um, like ceremonies, it's the it's the heart of the ceremony itself, right? Yeah, but not even like how African that, culture and ceremonies. I mean, South Africa as a whole. Yeah, yeah. we, yeah. we like love meat. We love Prize. That's what we live with. So yeah, so how do you think that affects people trying to go vegan? Because like, yeah, it's a tough thing to like. Grow it by. is tough, and believe me, I'm hoping we can speak in a year's time, and I can say I'm halfway there. At least okay. if I can start off vegetarian, or at least you know minimize, especially the red meat, go to fish instead. You know, I, I really yeah. want to do it because I do know yeah. that it works. So, it, so, so tell us your diet now. If you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you eat? Do you have a schedule? Um, yes, I eat six meals a day. 
cheese. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so do I, but wrong <laughs> <laughs> meals. Yeah, like <laughs> <Not Wise>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, it's a balanced diet that um, my coach um, Steffi put Steph put me on. Um, coach Essie is what they call him. Okay. He's one of the best in the industry, and he's got me on a, a diet that is really good. It balances everything: your plants, your protein, your carbohydrates, all that stuff. Yeah. Well, that's what that's yeah. That's what's what I would say that I believe in when it comes to this type of thing is balance. Mm. I think that too much of anything is probably going to be bad for you. Correct. So would you, but you, would you say that you want to go completely plant-based, um, completely vegan, or would you incorporate like a little bit of meat here yeah. and there or like try to balance it out like that? Cause I personally think going completely vegan is my eyes ridiculous. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> vegetarian, I would hundred percent do for moral and ethical purposes, mm. but yeah. I unfortunately fucking love meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think if you start off as a process, because if you're just going to so go from a huge meat lover to a, to a vegan, yeah. that's going to be almost impossible. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, you know, gradually start off cutting off red meat. That's what I'm planning on doing. I'm going to try to see next year if we can restructure the diet, cut off the red meat completely. So that was raised a lot in the documentary, actually, red meat. They were saying yeah, there were some yeah. very big claims that were thrown as well that like red meat and dairy will lead to cancer, and that was debunked, right? They were yeah. like, "You well, can't give you cancer." You know, there was no studies. Well, well it, it was like a fifty-fifty, basically. It's, yeah, it was very like there was yeah. no definitive proof, right? Yeah, and that's the thing, though. Do you think being plant-based actually gives you that athletic ability, which no one could prove either? They they can't show. They can show you someone that's an athlete that is vegan yeah. and is doing well on a plant-based diet, and they. Some yeah, sort of athlete, they, they sort of bought the approach in that documentary that this is what plants eating plants will eating plants eating yeah. festivals mm. will yeah. do to you, and then they've got all the bodybuilders and the sportsmen and stuff like mm. that. But I mean, let's Which be honest, over yeah. and above the plant based diets, as you guys have said previously, they're probably juicing, juice. yeah, they're probably juicing, and they're probably taking a shit ton of supplements yeah. Into, yeah. into account because yeah. they have that world's strongest man, right? That yeah. guy. Yeah. And bro, dude, if he wants to compete against everyone, they obvi- they obviously all juicing, bro. Yeah. You can't tell me those works aren't juicing, right? Of course not. So the thing is, like, a lot of people are complaining that they didn't take in those factors, you know. But I don't know. I honestly think a plant-based diet with some meat, mm. like we said, just balance it out. If you're just eating meat, because I don't eat a lot of vegetables, bro. Yeah, so, you need to sort your shit out. I know. <laughs> more episodes. We need someone <laughs> to edit our videos. Diet I can edit. I can edit. I can edit, guys. Yes, yeah, so got wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. So obviously, I I can see the effects of not having enough vegetables, bro. Like sometimes I feel like I'm too tired. Sometimes I feel like I don't have that energy that day. Mm. So I know that if I incorporate more vegetables, it's going to be better for me. You know, yeah. but I don't think cutting out meat completely is an option for me either. You know, like and we said, at the moment it feels like it's in the open, especially after that podcast. We don't really know. <laughs> like, yeah, they didn't give us a definitive answer. But if you guys are interested, we'll link that in the description as well. It's the um, podcast with Joe Rogan and those two, as we said. But they go at it and they go, they get so technical. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. very interesting mm-hmm. to watch. Um, but also, Franco always forgets to link everything he says in the video. Though. No, but you do the description. But anyway, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, for those who don't know, I'm going to announce it now, but I'm going to enter for Survivor. Yeah. Right? We we're have Robbie. We're going to on Survivor. It's going to be, and we're going to need your guys' help. So share, make sure that they see me. <laughs> but I might die on the show, so that would be very good content. <laughs> so I think what we're going to do is um, we're going to get Rob to give me a few tips, right? Give me a little breakdown on what you think I should do what we should look at if I do get accepted and how do I get accepted, you know? Because obviously 
we're going to get Rob to help us make a video after this. So just mm-hmm. a short clip of him saying something. Mm-hmm. So obviously when they look at all these thousands of videos, they'll be like, wow, this guy's got one previous survivor, you know. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that'll help. But um, what are your tips for going on Survivor for someone watching at home? Should we Make go plant-based? Sure. <laughs> 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 no, no. Um, look, with your video, be authentic. They they don't care about drone shots and making fires. They yeah. just want to see you being you. Speak from the heart. That's what's important. They want to see, are you able to speak to that camera yeah. and open your heart up to it? Because okay. that's what they need you to do in the that's yeah, So do that. Um, be authentic. Be yourself. Tell good or bad. Tell them who you are. Don't don't and don't try ever say you're gonna play like Rob. That'll be the first way. <laughs> yeah, you will, you will, they won't consider you because they don't want they don't want people to come in and try to imitate. Yeah, the anybody. problem is yeah. though, for and them don't use the survivor song as well. I think those ones they delete first yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they actually walk into like hey, yeah, yeah, we were like, yeah, we were like that would have been brilliant entrance for him like podcast <laughs> but yeah so I think um the video like I'm thinking for myself like the video I hope they see the video and they're like okay this stands out but you what, know? what do they specify what they want in the video or mm, is it like why minutes. you should be on I've got quite a good idea that we can maybe do okay so let me so you sit in front of the camera and you talk. They say whatever you're going to say. Yeah. And then I, I shake the camera. And you're like, hey, come on, cameraman, what's wrong with you? And then keep that camera still. And then, you know, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. And then you keep talking, keep talking. And then shake again. And then eventually like, come on, man, Rob, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, Rob, sorry, sorry. And I turn the camera around. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I just need you to wipe this. Like the whole time we realize this <laughs> thing is being shot. I think that would be a brilliant Yeah, that's how it would be cool. Dude, when you get your TV show, Rob was filming this thing. Dude, when you get your TV show on Mnet, I hope they put you part of the creative process as well, because that was a brilliant idea that you thought of on the spot. Like that. Yeah, yeah we'll do great. that. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully they, they accept us. But that yeah. would be amazing bro, yeah. if we can get me on Survivor. Probably sure. the my worst fear, and I don't know if it was yours, but it's being the first person voted out. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> We were saying like, yeah. as we were part of a podcast and now we got a Franco sit back there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, welcome, Oaks. I can't tell if I won or not. No, they can't either. But then again, here's your first mistake. You're fearing it, which means you're creating, you're thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. Now, don't, like you said don't, for the podcast, yes. you don't think like that. Yeah. Don't think yeah. about it. And Is then it? Uh, tips for on the game, during the okay. game, while you're strategy, in yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Um, on the game, you need to really just get a sus of that environment as soon as possible. The people that that game is more social than anything. I don't care how strong you are, whatever it is, it's a, it's a social mm. game. So really make good alliances. You know, form genuine bonds with people. Okay. Don't run around trying to backstab everyone. I mean, I remember this guy called Seamus or something. He was like the first one votes out of another season. Okay, that was I a remember season. Yeah. he came mm. in playing too hard, too fast. I and remember was that. Like, yeah. Whoa. Calm, yeah. slow down, just mm. gone, you know. Yeah. So ease up, ease, ease into it. Um, trust is the key. Get people to trust you. Um, don't go and make alliances everywhere either because now you, you, you're saturating yourself all over the show. Okay. So if I'm seeing you talking to everyone, I'm going to be like, whoa, no. Yeah, so our conversation means yeah. nothing because yes, you're yeah. telling them something yeah. else. So find the no. key individuals. So what I was always scoping out was key individuals. So instead of controlling 20 people, you find five key individuals control those five people which will then they will control their own ones it becomes a web yeah you can put yourself in the center and that way and I, I never needed to speak to my bar really because yeah. I knew that whatever conversation I had with Mike, Mike would go and tell my bar exactly what needs to be done etc etc so I'm not over but I mean that's, that's a lot of trust because it's easy for I mean you necessarily went in there with um, out the intention to screw people over yeah but People that you form the alliance with, say they're amigos, you never know what they're thinking, but luckily you trusted them and it, it 
Yeah. Worked. You have to f- trust someone. Yeah. So like uh, Nicole, I knew I could trust to yeah. certain degree, especially yeah. Nicole, I could trust, Dural could trust. So having two um pimpies is what you call them in Zulu. Okay. Um, they, <laughs> they're your two snitches or oh, your insider. Okay. Yeah. So they would both go and they would find out what all these other people are talking about and they'd come back and tell me the stories. Now if the stories don't match, then I know one of them are lying to you. Okay. But having two people is <laughs> yeah. better than having one. Yeah. Now you're lying on one person. Sitting on like your king chair just waiting for I you. I want to Because when I watched how, how I, I, I thought at a stage that I was going to ask you to marry him because he was <laughs> the most loyal person to you <laughs> I've <laughs> ever seen in my life. I was like, oh my word. True friend. True friend. Dural's a true friend. That's cool though. Before I before we got into merge, he was always in the chopping block, always in the outs. Yeah. So the first, when we first met, the first thing I said to him, he said to me, look, Rob, I, I've always been in trouble here in this game. Yeah. I said, it'll never happen again. Stick with me, we'll go to the end. For another question we have, Jirao only ever came on the second episode. Do you remember? Yeah, we like, didn't when, show he wasn't, in the yeah. Was he in the first episode? He was, yeah. But the edit He was hardly yeah, showing. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it show was him. bad, mm. yeah. And we yeah. were like... When did this guy get onto the island? <laughs> Imagine mm. the footage they have to cut through. Yeah, no, it must be crazy. If they record, if they have a daytime and a nighttime crew, they're going to pick an hour. Mm. That's crazy, yeah. <laughs> For over a period of days. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. But it's also like, there's obviously bigger personalities that arise and they obviously they yeah. get more have to focus time away. And that's a big thing for you as well as a contestant is sussing out those personalities mm. yeah. and then being able to read people and in that And you don't way. want to be too prominent either. Yeah. People are yeah. seeing so that. So that's an important mm. thing. You don't want to be the guy going up and making yeah. all of these blindsided yeah. calls yes. and all yeah. of that, I guess. <clears throat> no, definitely. You have to nudge like a group of people. The moment you strong on them, they will resist. Boom, you yeah. lose control. Yeah. You have to really steer them subtly in the right direction yeah okay. like, i've got all that advice now, yeah. well. i mean trying to think like you know and then people chatting to you and you're like not now janice i just did a challenge i'm yeah. exhausted <laughs> yeah <laughs> you don't want to deal with that kind of stuff but i think i've got all the advice i need now so i think i'm ready we're going to do the video after the podcast obviously hit the gym and stop i'm gonna have to get back in the gym jeez like stop it, drinking yeah. but i've got this guys i'm, I'm, I'm dedicated i'm gonna win it and then I'll be my own guest on my own podcast <laughs> one day. But um, we've got a game that we're going to play to finish it off. Um, just to make sure that we don't run out of time, I'm just going to stop and restart quickly. Okay. Um, and then we're going to play a game where it's basically a quiz um, on Survivor, on survivor Knowledge. Survivor game, and yeah. because I'm entering Survivor and we have the previous champion of Survivor, it's going to be me versus him. So let's go. Yeah, be fine. Okay, so we're going to play the game now. Um, I've, I've, I, I obviously have not seen the questions. Otherwise, that would be unfair. Mark and Fraser were... Obviously tasked sure with getting the questions. No, 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 it's just, <laughs> just my home screen, my messy home screen. But yeah, they were tasked with getting the questions. So how it's going to work is if Rob wants to answer, he's going to use his name as the buzzer. He's going to say Rob and then he'll answer the question. And how many questions are there? So there's 10 questions, five each. I reckon we do each. one, 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 one. Okay, so and then we go back and forth. As well? Yeah, I've got them on my phone. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So we're not talking <laughs> them on my phone. Okay, so obviously you guys answer, answer, ask the questions and then we'll use our buzzers. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so a couple, a couple of my questions are also based on what I think the right answer is as well. So I saw that about your questions. Yeah. Yeah, it could be open to interpretation. Okay, okay. that's quite <laughs> difficult. Yeah, but let's go. Let's go, I'm ready. Cool. Let's smash it. You smash it first. Okay. So my first, my first question. Who was the most annoying person on the island? Rob. Oof. Tanya. <laughs> Who was it? Tanya. That's correct. That was the first person. Um, yeah. What was that first lady that got... Tanya. Got, was that Tanya? Yeah. No. Are you thinking? Yeah, Rob is right. Yeah, okay. but you lost, Frank. Right? You also I report, lost. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we first say our names. And then answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that that yeah. question was like more open to interpretation. Yeah. But Michael's actually the right answer. Michael, yeah. Michael yeah. sent me the questions with the answer and it was Tanya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're going to go now, Frey. I'm trying to think of like... Okay, so this is not 
specifically Survivor South Africa, but name a couple that has met on Survivor. Oh. Rob. Rob. Rob and Amber. Yes. Oh, I knew that name, bro. <laughs> but you know, wore the like, hat. He like always 10, wore the bro. He always wore the Boston. Yeah, Red Sox Boston hat. Rob. It's Boston yeah, Rob. Yeah, it's Boston Rob. Yeah. Rob's just quicker yeah, than me. Two I wonder why he won Survivor, bro. <laughs> two up. Okay. Mark, you up next? Okay. Next question. Who, in your opinion, had the worst gameplay throughout the season? Franco. On Survivor South Africa, the one that he was on. On Rob's season, yeah. I would say Dante, bro, because he never made a move. He was always doing well, but he didn't do anything. Um, I would say Felix. Who's Felix? Was he? <laughs> he was the, the big black guy. Big, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, my so, answer I love how Dante. your question starts. Okay, Dante. Dante was actually doing what he could. Like he he saw this the writing on the wall very early. I saw it, but and he was warning everyone, guys, yeah. listen, if Rob gets too far, he's gonna take us all out. And <laughs> no one listened, you know? He was like yeah. those, those, those Armageddon guys, you know, those guys the world is gonna end, the world's gonna end. And yeah. he was like, oh. and then all of a sudden what happens? The world's end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that guy yeah. you was listening to. See, the problem was Dan- with Dante was that yes, he he knew he could see it. Yeah, but he was so bad with people. Yeah. <laughs> it was very bad with people. Dude, well, he, that, yeah. that's how they portrayed it. Yeah, yeah. That's so true. that's why I would say that. How are you asking opinion questions and there's a right <laughs> answer to <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm like, how's there right I'm answer to these? Facts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the rest of my questions are factual. Okay. Okay. So let's give it 2 1 then, I guess. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Huh? Of course, there was the right <laughs> answer. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, what is the next season of Survivor called? So oh, Franco, 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 Franco. Rob, at Immunity Island. Yes, well done. Oh. Sorry, you're the main thing. And I knew it because I'm applying for it, bro. You <laughs> 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 won. Okay, who was the first person voted off the island? Rob. Franco. <laughs> Wait, I don't know. What are we going to do? Yeah. You're so quick. You can take it. No, go for it. Oh, so it's it's Tanya. Like. We said that earlier. No, you're no. wrong. Oh. Uh, it, was, it was Leanne. Yes. <laughs> Franco. You had a chance. Other. I gave you a chance, oh, Franco. Gave me the chance. <laughs> well, I'm obviously the first person voted off Immunity Island. Guys, on watching this. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm better than this. I promise. <laughs> okay. Um, which castaway in this season was eliminated by default? Oh, oh. When I say default, is that that individual had no chance? Oh, Rob, Rob, Steffi. Yes. <laughs> I'm not good at this. <laughs> oh, I'm so shit at Getting this. Getting a hiding. Yo, what is it? 4-1. 5-1. Uh, who was known as the mother of the Southern Oh, Franco, 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 Franco. Isn't it Sipe? Yeah. Okay, yeah, thank goodness. I feel like Rob kept deliberately quiet. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm just going to give you one there. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to say mother of dragons. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> who was the first jury member? Oh. Rob. Um, it was Meryl. Yes, it was. Uh, six yeah, one. Yeah. No, I six killing this game. Bro, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. You know when you're beating FIFA and you have to you get the loose file, <laughs> I'm not gonna go to the bathroom. Yeah. Uh who was referred to as Superman? Oh Rob. Franco, Rocco. Okay, there we go. Yeah, we spoke six about three. this earlier anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You've got to be quick here. Name the three tribes at the beginning of the season. Oh no, I'm Seula, not... Talo, Lame. Well done. There we go. Seven three. This is shocking. Oh, that's ten. That's yeah. ten questions. Yeah. This is Game shocking. Over. Well, you got so three against the individual who was done. on survival. Yeah, that's, that's not bad. Yeah, well done, bro. Yeah, that's not bad. Battle, yeah. yeah. Yeah, guys, I think that concludes probably one of the best podcasts we've had. Rob, oh, are we going to you. put your video up of your? We'll maybe add it onto the podcast. Maybe, yeah, so we yeah. can just see the entry video that we're going to create as well. Um, but then it's also going to be put separately so you guys can share it and hopefully get me on there. Yeah, but, you got to uh, share that Rob, shit. 
thank you so much for coming on, man. That was honestly really one of the most interesting podcasts. Yeah, we know ever. that you are, you've got a busier schedule. So we really appreciate it. So, yeah. three random guys. But yeah. So, so you thank wanna, you so yeah. much for coming out My and supporting pleasure. us. And if you want to tell the camera who you are, where they can find you, what you got going on, here's your time. Um, okay, so Rob, my Instagram handle is Rob Bente Survivor. Usually, if you just search for Rob Survivor, I pop up, and that's where I'm most active is Instagram. But soon to be YouTube. We have discussed yes. it on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Coming soon. So, yeah, guys, if you can like the video, comment, subscribe, do all the things that most YouTubers usually ask for. And yeah, yeah we appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Alex. Cheers, that was amazing. Cheers.